is Fantasy Football Today from CBS Sports. Here we go. Email us at fantasyfootball at cbsi.com. Get your lineup set. It's time for Start or Sit. Let's go. Now, here's some combination of Adam, Dave, Jamie, and Heath. We've got six AFC home games to get to. And, of course, we talk about the Jets running backs and some pretty interesting stats as we take a peek at Week 8. Welcome, everybody. Also, we are leaving it up to the people. In the For the People podcast league, how about that? Heath and I had a trade offer. We're a little split on it, so we did a Twitter poll. The results are very close, and at the end of the show, we'll see where the Twitter folk are leaning, and we will make a decision on the trade. Good morning to Dave, Jamie, and Heath. How's everybody feeling today? Doing all right. How are you, Adam? Good. I got a little pep in my step. Feeling good. I, I'm i happy that I don't have any one-win teams in my fantasy leagues. Same. Does anybody have a, any undefeated teams? I don't have any. Undefeated. I have one of each. One one-win team and one undefeated team. Oh, all right. Now I'm, I'm now I have a six and one. I'm done with the undefeated teeth. I do not have a undefeated team or a winless team. Okay. Well, I do have a trade that I just made. What'd you do? Let's grade it. I traded T.Y. Hilton for Keenan Allen. Oh, wow. That's awesome. You did? I don't know. Great trade. Awesome. I thought you made the trade. Are you doing this again to me? Wait, let me what see you your mean? phone. No, stop. You know, I'm not falling for this again. I'm oh, not yeah. falling there for this. There are no again. pending trades. Let me see your roster. Keith has I, the CBS Sports Fantasy app open. It's a beautiful app, by the way. Thank you. Uh I don't see TY Hilton on your team. Do you see Keenan oh. Allen on his team? He's in your in the flex spot. Yeah. We're gonna find somebody else to play this week because I'm right. gonna buy. I mean, I don't like the trade, but you seem to like Keenan Allen, so yeah, I'm, I'm pretty happy with that. Yeah, you, good for you. All right. Let's see if this is real. So we were proposed Keenan Allen for TY Hilton. I kind of wanted to keep Hilton. Heath wanted to go with Keenan Allen. So I said, do a Twitter poll. I and did. you really accepted it without consulting me. What is what? Why do we have, do we have to do this again? No, whoa, 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 whoa. I totally consulted you. But not today. Yeah, we had a discussion about it. We agreed to have a Twitter poll to decide it. So who's winning the Twitter poll? Keenan Allen. 52% to 48%? Right. That's a 4%. Take a 2% swing. There's over 3,500 votes. Alright, fine. There's no way it's going fine, back. Fine, fine. I accept. And, and you should also say thank you. To ah. our Twitter followers. Thank you to our Twitter followers. Okay, to our Twitter followers, not to you, just so we're We're making the right choice. What do you guys think? I, I kinda wanted to keep T.Y. Hilton. It's half PPR. Thoughts? David What's your record? 3, 3, and 1. 3, 3, and 1. So you can obviously use Hilton this week to try and avoid going under 500. We'll use Baldwin well, instead. Well, not anymore. We're gonna start Baldwin instead of Hilton. I yeah, here's the thing. I I think the two touchdowns from T. Y. Hilton really uh skew everyone's perception. Because I was really surprised when I, when I was discussing this with Adam last night. I went and looked at their game logs for the season. They have the same number of targets per game. Keenan Allen has more catches and more yards per game than T. Y. Hilton, and Hilton's been hurt. Interesting. Yeah, no, I think in this format, Keenan Allen's better. I I'll take I'll take T.Y. I'll say that he's still going to be the number one target in this Indianapolis offense that will still be pass-friendly. And, sure, the best is yet to come for Keenan Allen. He got off to a pretty slow start last year and this year, and we know how last year finished up for him. But I I still would rather have Hilton. I like his role a little better. I would, too, Dave. And Hilton just came off a game against Buffalo. You know, Buffalo, that's one of the toughest matchups for a number one receiver. Right, but he had two touchdowns. He did have two touchdowns, yeah. 
But obviously, four catches for 25 yards is going to hurt the yards and whatnot. I expect him to score more touchdowns than Keenan Allen. It's a different T.Y. Hilton this year. He's not a deep threat anymore because Andrew Luck doesn't throw deep. But he's clearly his best receiver. And Luck's throwing a bunch of touchdowns and Rivers isn't. Or yeah. at least Luck's throwing a bunch of passes and Rivers and isn't. That, like, what you just said perfectly describes the difference between the way that we are analyzing this. Uh, like yes. T.Y. Hilton's played five games. He scored four touchdowns, and now he's a touchdown scorer. Sure. He's also giving you, because of that, double more digits than in fantasy seven. points every time. He scored more than seven fa- touchdowns zero times in his career. But, but like I said, different T.Y. Hilton, different offense. He's he's now a red zone threat, whereas before he used to be just a deep ball guy, that they don't do that anymore. And Rivers is throwing touchdowns. Like, he's just not throwing passes like the way Andrew Luck is. But that's fine. Uh, I didn't mean to make this about our team. I meant to make this a good discussion about two wide receivers that uh, this podcast is split on. How are we feeling about Isaiah Crowell? Let's talk about the big news and a very unfortunate news for Bilal Powell, who's on IR with a neck injury that could be career-ending. Trenton Cannon is someone, if you're desperate, you can pick up as a number two running back. But but Crowell and Powell have had basically the same amount of carries. Crowell's had 81. Powell's had 80. Uh, and they have had, uh, Crowell, Powell has two more catches. So they've had within one touch of each other this year. And they both have done pretty well. Um, Crowell's got five rushing touchdowns. Uh, Powell does not have any this year. But I, does Isaiah Crowell become kind of like, uh, what Carlos Hyde was with the Browns or, or better or what? I think it's a good description. Um, I don't think you have to be desperate to pick up Trenton Cannon. I think Trenton Cannon's gonna have a role. I also think Eliza McGuire is worth taking a look at too, especially if an IR spot that you can stash him. So they're going to use one of those two guys, if not both of them, when everybody's healthy. But for this week, if if you buy into Correll's workload, you'll start him. It's a tough matchup because the Bears have yet to allow a rushing touchdown to a running back. But, I mean, the workload will be there. So, yes, I think it's a very good comparison to say Carlos Hyde because if he doesn't score, the production will probably be mediocre. I think it's great that Cannon kind of stepped into that Powell role last week. Five targets, four catches, 69 yards. That's almost like a, uh, you're right, but it's almost like a, a weird Powell role because it's what Powell should have been doing. Right. And so we know that that might not be consistent. I also don't like that he only played a third of the snaps. And maybe that's just because Powell played a well, little bit more. that's the entire reason why. Yeah, I think got that's, that's got probably, be. yeah, that's right. So never mind the snap count. It's actually a good thing that he played as much as he did. And, uh, yeah, I, I think the Jets are a team that likes to use two running backs. Do you think Isaiah Crowell goes to 15 carries a game? He wasn't far off from that, so yeah. Yeah, yeah. He'd had what? He did it twice this year. Right. And he'd been in the 13, 14 range a couple of times. Yeah. I, I, I think this week he probably gets 16 plus unless they just get blown out. Um, and, once McGuire's fully involved in the offense, I think it looks very similar. McGuire just has the Powell role. Okay. Uh, LaShawn McCoy still in the concussion protocol. Sony Michelle mispractice. Rob Gronkowski mispractice. He's no lock to play right now. Well, uh, let's keep an eye on what happens today because they have a Monday night game. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Royce Freeman mispractice. Peyton Barber did not practice. Matt Breida did not practice. So we're looking at all those running backs. McCoy, Michelle, Freeman, Barber, Breida. Who is the best chance to play this week, you think? I'd say McCoy just because of concussion. The best chance to play? Yeah, I mean, you know, if it's a high ankle sprain that Brito's dealing with and he's trying to fight through that, that's not going to be an easy thing. Same thing with Royce Freeman. Mm-hmm. Do we know what the deal is with Peyton Barber? 
Does we that don't come out? Really. Yeah. Do we care what the deal is with yes. Peyton Barber? Yeah, if Ronald Jones is going to be the starter and get 15 carries, then he might be a flex. He will be a flex. Yeah, I picked up Kenyon Barner. Uh, that's amazing, the running backs that people are going to be resorting to this week. But, yeah, a lot of opportunity for some of these guys. And It's, yeah. it's funny, though. Like, I, I have yeah. two leagues that transactions run on Wednesday, and it just struck me because uh, I didn't see the report. In one league, both fab, Barner went for $15. In another league, I got him for $0. It's just funny like how mm-hmm. leagues are, are I picked so him different. up in our flex league this morning because I forgot yeah. to do waivers yesterday. Yeah, no, it's, <laughs> it, it's, it's one of those things where uh, – and in, in that league where he went for $15, Ivory's still available. Um, you know, just how people value certain situations, certain teams. I was struggling with him last night in my FPC league, and it's a thousand dollar fab. Mm-hmm. And I bid one nineteen, and this, it shows you the lower bids. I we won him, and the next best highest bid was one oh nine. That's funny. Oh wow, nice work. Uh, and Jack Doyle could play this week at Oakland. So uh, what would that do to Eric Ebron in your rankings? I don't think it would hurt him that much. I think it would be more like. I think it would hurt Chester Rogers a little bit more because Rogers is the slot guy and Doyle is going to be that short area target. Yeah, I I would like Ebron right now for me is a top five tight end. He would still be a top ten tight end, but he would probably fall down closer to nine or ten. Rogers is the one it would crush for me. All right. Yeah. Uh, So so some stats to get to. I got some segments here. I'm not sure if we'll get to them. There actually are really a lot of differences in the rankings this week, so I definitely want to spend a lot of time on start or sit today. Something much more important to uh, to talk about here is Sportsline and the charity initiative that Sportsline is doing. They are partnering with Second Harvest Food Bank to feed the hungry. I'm going to be telling you this uh, on Thursdays leading up to Thanksgiving. Uh, they're, so, okay, basically sign up on Sportsline. Go to sportsline.com slash join. And become a member. It's ten bucks a month, but if you use the promo code Fantasy, you can get your first month for one dollar. For every new subscription sold on four consecutive Thursdays leading up to Thanksgiving, um, they're going to be giving the equivalent of twelve meals. So if you sign up for Sportsline, and again, it's very inexpensive, and first month you can get for a dollar with the code Fantasy. Sportsline.com.join. You are going to help feed the hungry. It's really cool, and you can read about it on Sportsline.com. CBS Sports HQ is wonderful. You can see Dave, Jamie, and Heath on CBS Sports HQ Fantasy Football Today. The video show airs on CBS Sports HQ. I would say there's a chance our podcast could someday be on CBS Sports HQ, but what you want to do is download the CBS Sports app on your over-the-top device, your Roku, your uh, Apple TV, your YouTube TV, whatever it is. Get the CBS Sports app and start watching HQ. It's 24-7 streaming sports, news, scores, and highlights. Great stuff. Great analysis. Fantasy talk. Blah, blah, blah. All that great stuff. And the Friday Night Tailgate. It's November 9th in New York City. Please feel free to tweet me about it. Email me. Uh, I'm at Adam Azer on Twitter. You know the email address, fantasyfootball.cbsi.com. I'll give you the email or the uh, info for the Friday Night Tailgate. But you'll get to meet the CBS Sports personalities. You'll get to hear from them at least. Dave, Jamie, and Heath will be there. Pete Prisco Drink will be there. Jason Lockenfora will be there, right? Lockenfora will be there? Yep. Yeah. And it's going to be a lot of fun. Food and beverage, that kind of stuff. Friday Night Tailgate. November 9th in Times Square. Uh, some interesting stats, what I thought was interesting. I'm looking at Carson Wentz, right? And I know he's got the tough matchup this week, but just speaking in general, like, why hasn't he been better in fantasy? It's hard to put my finger on it because if you look at his last four games, and yes, uh, you know, maybe I'm biased. I'm, I'm getting rid of the first game of the season. 
his first game back from the knee injury. But just looking at his last uh, four games, he has not finished higher than QB8. He's been 8th or ninth three times and 16th once in six-point-per-passing touchdown leagues. But if you look at his 16-game pace in those four games, he's on pace for almost 5,000 passing yards and 36 touchdowns. And he, I don't think he's thrown an interception. He does have not, five not fumbles. Since, not since his first game. Back. Right. In those four games. So 36 touchdowns, no interceptions, and 5,000 passing yards with only 204 rushing yards. That is noticeably down. But I don't – it's it's weird. It's like the stats are amazing. And he's only had one game with more than 24 fantasy points in six points for passing touchdown leagues. He's only He hasn't been higher than QB8. I, I'm having trouble figuring it out. <laughs> I think there are five quarterbacks counting their worst game that are on pace for 5,000 yards. Yeah, if we count his worst game, I think he's on pace for like 4,800 yards right. or something, which is still really good. Yeah, it's really good. It's just not exceptional in this environment. It's amazing. It's like with baseball last year in the home runs. Yeah, I guess so. But I think it's just worth noting how well Carson Wentz is playing. It hasn't necessarily translated to fantasy. Well, it has. It's just in the way that you're putting it. Like, no, he's not going to be a top five quarterback anytime soon. But he'll be steady as a starter. And if you can't get your mitts on one of the elite quarterbacks, having Wentz is going to be just fine. Okay. I just don't play him this week, though. I love the efficiency. I'll still play him this week. I have him ranked 11th. I still think he'll be okay. Yeah, Jamie's got him 16th, Heath 14th, Dave 11th against the Jaguars in London. Uh, another stat, Philip Lindsay. He is the number 13 running back in non-PPR, number 14 in PPR. Fewest carries among those top 14 running backs. Uh, top 13 in, P- in non-PPR. Second fewest carries among the top 14 in PPR behind Tariq Cohen. But, you know, in those group of top 14 running backs, Philip Lindsay is the highest yards per carry. What does that mean to you as you look at his second About, half? It's like six yards per carry, right? 5.85, something like that. Yeah. No, he's been he's been doing great, and I think he could see an uptick in work with uh, Royce Freeman on the shelf. Does Does he feel like a guy who is, uh, I mean, going to work his way into the not quite elite, not Gordon, not Gurley, not Barkley or Hunt group, but the maybe Mixon group after that? I mean, if Freeman's out for an extended period of time, yes. If Freeman's only out a week or two, then no. I think it'll be really interesting to see this week what happens with the carries and the percentages. Does he see a big percentage of Royce Freeman's carries, or do a lot of those just go to Devontae Booker because they want to have the two-back system? It's probably split. Freeman's work goes to both of them. So he's probably in line for 15 carries, and if they're playing from behind, they will be three or four catches on top of that. That's nice. That's really nice for Philip Lindsay. And final stat that I had for you. Tampa Bay averages 364 passing yards per game. That leads the NFL. Tampa Bay, 364 passing yards per game. Second in the NFL is Pittsburgh at 329 passing yards per game. And I guess the reaction there is, my goodness, the Buccaneers have a lot of passing yards. Yeah, they've had one game this season under 365. (sighs) Wow. And it was the Bears game. Amazing. And that's why it's uh, you're always going to see Jameis Winston ranked high, at least for some of us. Who's a little low on Winston? Is it Heath this week? I may be a little low on this week, but it's nothing against him. It's just uh, all the other good options. I think he had there 13th, are a lot of good options, right? Thirteenth for Winston. I don't. I don't like it. Right. He'll probably sneak into the top twelve by by the time Sunday rolls around. 
Okay. Eighth for Jamie, fifth for Dave. Right now, 13th for Heath. Uh, and then FanDuel, obviously. Can always start Jameis Winston in FanDuel. We're always looking for values in FanDuel. All right, I, I haven't looked yet. Probably going to look tonight. Please tell me Andy Dalton's price is falling after his crappy performance because he's he's going to be a popular play if that's the case in FanDuel. And you can compete against us in our podcast league, FanDuel.com slash FFT. Really, really fun, especially if you're someone who's not having a great fantasy season. You're not so excited about your seasonal leagues. Uh, you've got some injuries. You've got a ton of bye week uh, issues this week. Well, why don't you play over on FanDuel at FanDuel.com slash FFT. It is a $5 contest where you're competing not only against us but other podcast listeners. Kind of show your chops, see what you got, and you get to choose from everybody available basically on the main Sunday slate. Also, if you go to FanDuel.com slash FFT and make your first deposit, you will get a $5 bonus. And there you go. Free entry right into our league, basically. $5 bonus at FanDuel.com slash FFT. I totally love FanDuel. So much fun. Just a reason to play more fantasy football. And you get to stack your lineup. Your lineups on FanDuel are going to be much better than your lineups in your seasonal leagues. Because um, it's just the nature of it. It's a lot of fun. Uh, that, By the way, that $5 bonus on your first deposit at FanDuel.com slash FFT is for new users only. Bonus not available for withdrawal. State and age restrictions apply for full eligibility rules and terms and conditions. Go to FanDuel.com. Okay. Got a lot of injuries, so let's break it down. Uh, Cam Newton's arm a little tired. We're not worried, right? No. No. Nope. Derek Carr could get traded. So there's that. Ooh. Chris Thompson expects to play this week. Do you expect him to play? He got a limited practice on Wednesday, so that's a good sign. Theoretic mispractice. They got the Seahawks this week. Um, Marlon Mack was limited with an ankle injury. That's a new injury. Is that a big deal? Uh, it's the nature of Marlon Mack. Yeah. It's also the nature of the NFL. You know, I mean, there's so many guys who are limited on Wednesday. Just rest. Wide receivers, Geronimo Allison and Randall Cobb were limited. Do you think they play? We ranked them, so yes. Allen Robinson did not practice. Do you think he plays against the Jets? Yes. yes. Cooper Cup likely out this week. Robbie Anderson mispracticed with an ankle injury. Do you think he plays at the Bears? Yeah. Yeah, but that could be part of the reason why they signed Richard Matthews. John Ross did not practice. Uh, are you he's interested? Out, he's in, out several weeks. Did, are you interested in uh, Richard Matthews? No. 16 plus team lead. Yeah. Paul Richardson optimistic about playing this week at the Giants. Um, Golden Tate limited with an ankle injury, but he is expected to play. Pierre Garçon unlikely to play, and Torrey Smith mispractice. Maybe DJ Moore gets an uptick in those deeper leagues. Ed Dixon expected to make a season debut this week. That's the most excited anybody's ever sounded talking about Ed Dixon. Ed Dixon! Whoop whoop! Right? Am I right? <laughs> Okay, offensive line news. Baltimore uh, guard Alex Lewis had that neck injury. He returned to practice. Hope he plays this week. Awesome. Kalechi Osemele mispracticed, still in doubt, and that could be a big deal. It's affected their run game the last few weeks uh, for the Raiders. Billy Price, Cincinnati center, he returned to practice, has a chance to play this week against Tampa Bay, um, but not a certainty. And center Max Unger for the Saints mispracticed with a hand injury. Their O-line is, is getting healthier, though. And that's a great game. We can't wait for that game at Minnesota on Sunday. Defense, Tampa Bay, Gerald McCoy and Vinnie Curry. Tackle and defensive end did not practice. Uh, Xavier Rhodes missed practice. Is that a big They're, deal? Is that a big deal for Michael Thomas? 
Absolutely. There's uh sounds like he's not going to play. Yeah. Uh I mean I think it's a big deal too just checking. But Everson Griffin could play this week, which would be nice for Minnesota. Seattle linebacker KJ Wright expected to play this week. Je- uh, Giants linebacker Alec Ogletree mispracticed with a hamstring injury and they've already traded two of their better defensive players. Vontez Burfitt could miss this game. Jacksonville could be down two nickelbacks, DJ Hayden and Tyler Patman against the Eagles. And Jared Davis of the Lions, he's dealing with a calf injury. And Darian Stewart could miss this week's game, safety for the Denver Broncos. Any major defensive injuries there that could have a big fantasy impact? Other than the Vikings guys? Yeah. Um, None that really strike me. I mean, look, if Burfick's out and it's Ronald Jones, that makes him somewhat attractive. Uh, Burfick wasn't really Burfick's. I, I I don't know if he's got anything. Left. And Jones has never been Jones. I hope oh, Ronald Jones. I, I'm sorry, I Ronald Jones. I, I I'm uh I'm hopeful. Yeah, no, that that's a that run defense. Actually, your stat of the game for the Bengals game, the Bengals allow the fifth most fantasy points to quarterbacks, running backs, and tight ends. Fifth most against all three. Kind of strange. Quick round of emails, then we do start or sit. This is from Matthew. Would you rather have Mostert or Ronald Jones on your bench? Uh, one week situation, Mostert, rest of season, Jones. Yeah, I'd rather have Jones on my bench. I'd rather have Mostert in my lineup. This is from Jeff from a city halfway between Boston and Worcester. And I'm gonna say it like it's spelled, cause you don't get to just make up stupid pronunciations for every city, Massachusetts. I'm sorry all your teams suck. I was so mad last night when they won. God, I'm just gonna, like, I'm just tell you straight up, everybody, cause I'm an honest guy. I hate the Red Sox. I hate them so much. Congratulations to all you Red Sox fans. You must be very happy. I despise that team. Um, dear Betts, Ben and Tendi, Bradley Jr. and Bogart. Stafford or Trubisky in four point per passing touchdown this week? Trubisky. Trubisky. Mitch. This is from Joel in Jerusalem. Dear Doug, Phil, Alan, and Stu. That's where the three best friends that anyone. Tyler Boyd or Golden Tate this week, PBR? Boyd. Boyd to men from Mark. Ooh, team name Tuesday on Thursday. Boyd to men. Safety valve. Team <laughs> name Tuesday on a Thursday. Have, have we ever had I'm Rick James Mitch? No, that's good. Thanks. That's good. I'm Jesse no, James safety Mitch. Valve, though. It's not safety valve. It's so funny. Uh, from Mark, Drake, Yeldon, Richard, Chubb, sit one. Oh, uh, Richard. Ch- sorry. Drake, Drake, Yeldon, I don't know Richard. why you would have said Richard right before Chubb. Uh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> Who are you sitting? PPR, I'm sitting Yeldon. Non-PPR, I'll sit Richard. This is sure. Nathan from a suburb north of Boston. Where's that, Dave? Augusta, Maine. Hi, Lucas, Dustin, Will, and Mike. That's Stranger Things. Are you guys worried about the Giants and Raiders offensive players, uh, you know, since the teams are in tank mode? Kind of had a little talk about the Giants guys before the podcast today, didn't we? I was just... I was writing about this for things to know and how bad the Giants are now. And I'm a little, little bit worried about the idea that Saquon and Beckham can both be top eight options at their position the rest of the way on a team this bad, with a quarterback this bad, with no offensive line. They've done it so far. I'm a little, I'm a little nervous. The difference with the Raiders is they traded away Cooper, they lost Lynch, so it's all cheap guys that you're just hoping get more usage. There's no elite guy that you have to be worried about. Well, Jamie offered me a trade yesterday 
uh, offering me Sterling Shepard, and I think that is a great sell-high candidate. I'm not going to accept a trade because I'd like to keep Cam Newton. But uh, that's the guy I'd be worried about. I mean, Barkley's going to catch so many passes. Um, but yeah, I'll let you guys weigh in on that. I mean, I don't see what I don't see what changes here unless they very, very possibly bench Manning at some point. Yeah, I mean, they're going to be trailing in so many games that they're going to be throwing so much. Yeah. All right. Well, is that the end of the discussion? So, are you worried about? The, I guess you're not really worried about them, Heath. A little bit. <clears throat> It's the Raiders that I think you could be worried about. If they trade Carr, then just, you know, forget it. But I mean, to Heath's point though, what are you worried about? Jared Cook's a marginal tight end. Jordy Nelson's somebody that's been on a lot of people's benches that nobody has to start. You're picking up both running backs now because of the injury to Lynch. I'll be worried to start any of these players most weeks. Yeah, but, with Cook but, maybe but, being but, the but the point is you're starting all the Giants guys. You're not starting all the Raiders guys. Right. Right. There's a lot more to lose with the Giants right. guys than there is with the Raiders guys. Uh, and last question is from Eric in Cleveland. I just watched the first Lethal Weapon movie last night, and a lot of it takes part during Christmas, just like Die Hard. Is Lethal Weapon a Christmas movie as well? And what do you think, uh, what's a better movie, Lethal Weapon or Die Hard? Definitely a Christmas movie. You can tell by the title, and Die Hard is the better movie. <laughs> you can tell by the title, Lethal Weapon? Yeah, exactly. I mean, that's what people sit down by the fire with their kids and, and watch on Christmas. No, it's not a Christmas movie. It's an action movie that takes place during Christmas. It's less of a Christmas movie than Die Hard, which is not a Christmas movie. And Die Hard is so much better than Lethal Weapon. Lethal Weapon, very good, but Die Hard is a legendary, arguably best action movie ever. How's that? Ar- arguably. What? Well, yeah, no, it's arguable. Extremely arguably. Uh, name a better action movie. There are, uh, no, we're not going to. We've no, got no, no, games no. to break down. We've got games to break down. Just name one. I mean, Terminator 2 is my favorite. Die Hard would be two for me. What was that one thing you said about Terminator 2 with an action movie? Like, couldn't be sci-fi? <laughs> you counted it as an action movie? <laughs> uh, I don't remember. But that sounds like something <laughs> I'd say. Alright, gonna get into Philadelphia, Jacksonville in a second. First, I gotta tell you about a, a really, really awesome product that I use, that I have subscribed to. It's stamps.com. Go to stamps.com right now. Uh, this is really very, very convenient. It's 24 hours a day, seven days a week. You don't have to get to the post office. If the post office is closed, you've always got stamps.com at your disposal. You can buy and print real U.S. postage for any letter or any package. Just click, print, mail, and you're done. And you get a digital scale from stamps.com so you can weigh your letters and packages and print the exact amount of postage every time. Very, very easy to use. It's, that's kind of what I really like about it. Just it's, it's a simple, simple website easy to get started and here's what you do you go to stamps.com before you do anything else click on the radio microphone at the top of the homepage. type in fft and that's stamps.com and enter fft what do you get for that a four-week trial the four-week trial includes postage and a digital scale so if you are someone who works from home or you are in a small business or something like that and you're shipping a lot of things stamps.com is going to save you so much time it is really really convenient and I strongly recommend it. Uh, stamps.com, promo code is FFT. Get a four-week trial that includes postage and a digital scale. Philadelphia is at Jacksonville, stat of the game. It's They're at London, actually. Yeah, in London. I already said that earlier, so you knew I knew that. Philadelphia, Jacksonville, in London. Jacksonville has allowed 14 or more fantasy points in non-PPR and 15 or more fantasy points in PPR to a running back in three straight games. But all three of those running backs had 22 or more carries and 87 or more rushing yards. And two of them are pretty special. Yeah, Zeke and who? Kareem Hunt. Miller. Hunt. 
and Lamar Miller. <laughs> uh, so, do you think there's uh, any Eagles running back worth starting? If Wendell Smallwood is out, then I think you can start Corey Clement. If Smallwood plays, no. Okay. We'll leave it at that. Uh, Carson Wentz. So, Dave, you're the high guy, and you've got him 11, so not super high. No, not super high, but I think he can keep the string going of games with 20 to 24 fantasy points, so he doesn't have that high ceiling that you're looking for. But I, I don't think his floor is that bad. And you, you bring up the point about the running backs. I don't think Philadelphia is much of a running team. They've been throwing the ball, I think it's a 57% pass rate in their last two games. And what worries me the most about Jacksonville's defense has absolutely nothing to do with their defense. It's their offense. They're turning the ball over. They're putting their defense in bad field position. And when that happens, the Eagles are probably going to lean on Wentz. But it's London Bortles. So it's, it's I don't, it doesn't matter where he's playing. London Bortles, Florida Bortles. Um, when he gets sacked, Barbados I'm going to say Bortles. London Bortles is falling down. London Bortles is falling <laughs> down. <laughs> My poor Azer. Yeah. So I'm not crazy about Wentz. But I do think you can use them this week. Yeah, I'd stay away from them just based on what the track record is for the Jaguars against opposing quarterbacks. Um, you know, you take out the 14 points that Dak Prescott ran for, um, and the passing numbers against them are pretty tough to come by. I mean, you saw what they did to Mahomes, who is the best fantasy quarterback. Uh, hurt, not hurt, uh, Deshaun Watson, they limited him. Uh, Brady got to 20 points. I think that's the ceiling for what what Wentz can get to. So he's in that top 15-ish range, but I don't think he's going to be a number one quarterback this week. All right, so Trubisky, uh, just yep. Dalton, yep. Winston, some people that you may have picked up. It just, yeah, you can definitely get away from from Wentz. We just talked about the running backs. All right, uh, Adam, can I make one quick amendment? No. Yes. Uh, if if the Ravens secondary is all banged up, then Wentz will absolutely fall out of my top 12. Okay. Because oh, you have Cam will move back up. Yep. Okay. Uh, Alshon Jeffrey. Eight or more targets in all four games. Seven or eight catches in three of those four games. 74 or more yards. He's been great except for one game when he faced Xavier Rhodes. Now he gets, uh, in theory, Jalen Ramsey. Starter said Alshon. I, I will find it hard to get away from him. I'm not excited about starting him, but I think most places you just leave him in the lineup. Yeah, he's the number two wide receiver for me. I'd start Amendola over him tonight, PPR. Wow. Anyone else do that? Not me. Yeah, I, I don't think I could do that. It's not that far off, though. It's they're they're not too far apart. All right. If you want the history of uh, some of the good, great wide receivers who have faced Jacksonville this year, Beckham had 11 catches for 111 yards. So huge game in PPR. Good in non PPR. Um, just looking at like kind of outside guys. Tyreek Hill had four catches for 61 yards on seven targets. And DeAndre Hopkins had three catches for 50 yards and a touchdown. And that touchdown was on a nice move that he put on Jalen. <laughs> Ramsey wasn't even close on that one. Uh, so it's possible to do well. The lowest that anybody has Jeffrey is Jamie at 28. So again, you can start him. Just we're not expecting a huge game. I'm assuming we're sitting Nelson Aguilar. Sure. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And starting Zach Ertz. Yep. Uh, Ertz, well, he, okay, if you're playing in a slate that includes the game, do you, do you think Ertz is going to be worth it in daily, or are you avoiding? I don't even know what his price is. Right. I've not seen but it'll be high. Place. It'll be high. He's, he might yeah. be the highest priced tight end on that type of I mean, slate. he's my number one tight end this week. Oh, he is. Okay. 
Uh, and, you know, I mean, Kelsey just had 100 yards against the Jaguars, not mm-hmm. recently. So, uh, to the Jaguars, obviously we're sitting Bortles. Are you going to start a Jacksonville running back this week? I'd start Yeldon over Hyde. I would too. Now, uh, uh, Pete Prisco, Drink, said Drink. on FFT yesterday that uh, he expects from people that he's spoken to in Jacksonville for Hyde to get a lot of work. But just based on how game flow could go and what Jacksonville's offense will probably look like, I would still anticipate TJ Yeldon getting more work because it's tough to run on Philadelphia. It it's easier to catch passes against Philadelphia out of the back. Do you have projections for them, Heath? Do you have an idea of how I many do, but you're expecting? I, this is not something that I think you can make an educated guess at. I increased Hyde's carries yesterday when Pete said that because I feel like Pete knows as well as anybody does what Jacksonville's planning on doing. Uh, the key for, for me is Yeldon's going to be much more involved in the passing game. Right now, I have Yeldon with eight carries, four catches, 65 yards, um, and like 12 to 14 carries for Hyde. So what about Yeldon versus these waiver wire running backs? You know, Ivory and Barner sure. and Jones. I've got them ahead of Ivory. I think it's uh, format-specific. Because in PPR, he's going to be better than he is in non-PPR. Yeah. But uh, so will some of those other guys. Like, yeah. I'd start Richard over him in non in, in PPR, but i start Yeldon in non-PPR. I've got Mostert ahead of him in all formats. Yes. I'd start Ivory ahead of him in all formats if McCoy's out. Yeah. I, I would probably still start Yeldon over Ivory in PPR. I kind of, I'm struggling with Ivory. I'm just not sure how yep. favorable of a matchup this That's really is up. for him on Monday. That's coming up later. Sneak peek. Um, all right, so uh, Yeldon is in PPR, 16th for Jamie, 20th for Heath, and 25th for Dave. And in non-PPR, he's lower. He's outside the top 20. But he's in between 20 and 24 for everybody. So I don't. there really are, are no great starts in this game, right? I mean, we're not fired up about any of the Jacksonville well, receivers. Ertz, well, Ertz. Ertz yeah. Sorry, Ertz. That's it, right? Yeah. David Greenwich. <laughs> uh, Cleveland's at Pittsburgh. Stat of the game. Oh, Jacksonville DST is fifth for Jamie and Heath and ninth for Dave. And the Eagles DST is higher, which they've been bad this year, by the way. For How's Jacksonville? They were good for three quarters last week. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, but they weren't good before. You know, no, they were good two weeks ago against the Giants. Were they good against the Giants, though? I don't think they were. Does it matter? I guess it doesn't matter. Jaguars are terrible. So uh, Cleveland to Pittsburgh, stat of the game. Pittsburgh is known as the city of bridges because it has 446 bridges, which is more than Venice, Italy, or any other city in the world, according to UncoveringPA.com. I think that's a fact. Uh, the Eagles two weeks ago against the Giants had four sacks, one interception, and allowed 13 points. So they were good, not great. Yeah, good, not great. Um, Baker Mayfield or Carson Wentz? Wentz. Wentz. Yeah. How come? You're not, not high on Mayfield. Pittsburgh allows the fourth most points to quarterbacks. I think Mayfield will be worse than he was last week, but better than he was the previous three starts that he made or four starts that he made. Um, he's, he's an okay streaming option if you're stuck or don't have anybody to replace him with, but Wentz just has a higher ceiling. How much do you guys like Nick Chubb in this game against the fifth best run defense against running backs uh, in terms of fantasy points allowed and a defense that allows 3.5 yards per carry to running backs. Start him. Uh, like, don't love. Number two running back? Kind of in my top 15 by default? Yeah. 
So is he gonna? So Jalen Richard or Nick Chubb in PPR? Chubb, I go Richard. I think wow. I actually have Richard one spot higher, and it feels awful. It shouldn't though, because the Colts are terrible against pass catching running backs. They're second in the NFL in most receptions allowed to the position. I have Richard one spot ahead of Chubb and PPR. Mm. Yeah, I mean, Chubb is uh, definitely a guy who's going to be more valuable in non PPR than PPR. Most likely week after week. All he did get two targets, so if he get two catches, that would at least be nice. He did not catch either target last week. But Chubb is definitely better than. Uh, is he better than Yeldon in PPR? Yes. Yes. Okay. Uh, the Pitts, the Cleveland wide receivers, just Landry. Just Landry. Yeah. Is he a must start? Yes. Yes. Okay. The Steelers. It's not the easiest matchup for him, but at least we we continue to see. Good target volume, and last week he had a ton of catches. Finally connected with him, Mayfield did. Uh, that sounded like Yoda for a second. <laughs> and then uh, Najoku also has a fairly tough matchup, but you're going to roll with him anyway. Oh, it's not tough. They've no, been so good. bad against tight ends. Yeah, the Steelers allowed the sixth most fantasy points to tight ends, but but they did hold Najoku to three for 13 in that was week a tie rod, one. Though. It was a tie rod game. Last week, uh, Uzama had six catches for 54 yards. Hooper had last nine game, for, last game for them. Last game. Start him, you will. Start him, you will. Hooper had nine for seventy-seven. Howard had six for seventy-two. I guess they they gave up two touchdowns to Kelsey. They gave up one to Brait, but they gave up yards. All right, so, but but Heath, you got Njoku eleventh. Dave has him seventh, and Jamie has him third. So this is another. I noticed a lot of guys were very different in the rankings. Njoku is one of them. Heath. Yeah. How come eleventh <laughs> for him? Um, that's like there are. He's not close to my top five. Ertz, Ebron, Kelsey, Gronk, and Kittle are two points clear of everyone. Ebron, two. And then there are six tight ends that I have projected within a half a point of each other. Oh, what, what's the projection for <laughs> Najoku? Um, four for 42. Wow. That's low. He hasn't done that all, since week one? Yeah. I, I, I think he can catch more than four passes, but this is what drew me away from loving him this week is that the Steelers are still holding tight ends about 10.4 yards per catch and only two that's tight great ends. For a tight end. To be clear, I think was, it's only been one tight end that's had double digit fantasy points against them this year. To be clear, he was four for 52 last week with a touchdown. And he has on how many targets? Three games, six. They only had six last week? He had six targets last week. Uh, I, I don't think that's true. He's had seven to 12 targets in yeah, four straight games. Well, then we may have a target discrepancy from sites reporting something different. Yeah. Well, we work for CBS, Heath. So, um, <laughs> Heath. okay. So, how many does CBS? I'm seeing six on. No, you're right. Six uh, for the NFL speed. So he had uh, twice as many the week before. Oh, he had six. Hmm. So I was. Just, I don't know. He's been. They changed more it overnight. I'm convinced. Games. All four starts with Mayfield. Uh, we're talking too much about Najoku. You're going to start Najoku if you have him, most likely. Uh, okay, Jarvis Landry ahead of Alshon Jeffrey. I yeah, think you have to. All right, Big Ben against a team that keeps doing well against quarterbacks. They held Rivers to 18 fantasy points, Winston to 19 fantasy points, uh, Flacco to 11 fantasy points, Roethlisberger to 10 fantasy points, Breeze to 21. They keep doing well. Ben is sixth for Dave and Jamie and third for Heath, so you're not concerned. Nope. Okay, start Ben Roethlisberger. I've actually moved him down since then. Where? I don't know what the last time you looked at him. I've got him nine. Oh, that's a that's a drop of three spots since last a night. Three spot drop. So who's ahead of him now? That wasn't before. Um, 
Well, I've got Goff ahead of him for now, Trubisky. And Drew Brees had a big leap in my rankings when Xavier Rhodes uh, didn't practice on Wednesday, and now the, the the feeling is that he won't play. Okay. And also, so you said Trubisky, right? I did say yeah, Trubisky. Ahead of, anybody else starting Trubisky over Roethlisberger? No. I am not. All right. Home game for Roethlisberger going to be starting. And this is, again, this is all about touchdowns for them. They are giving up the seventh most yards to quarterbacks, 295 per game, but only 1.3 touchdowns per game so far. Start Connor, start Brown, start Juju, and who do you like better, Vance McDonald or David Njoku? Njoku. I've got them, I think, back-to-back, but I think I have Vance higher. I like Njoku. All right, but McDonald is uh, is worth a look. He's 64% owned. He's he's way better in PPR than non. He, if you are the uh, uh, Ertz owner who has a buy next week, go get McDonald now. Steelers DST is 73% owned, and, and they're also worth a look. In fact, Dave has them as high as 5th, Jamie 10th, Heath 14th. Those may have changed recently. But they have 22 sacks in 6 games. The Browns have allowed 31 sacks in 7 games. 15 sacks allowed in their last 3 games. So I picked up the Steelers DST this morning, actually, and we'll be starting them. I'm going to talk about Tampa Bay Cincinnati, an early bonanza candidate. I would like to talk about something else, though. Um, while you're on the Steelers, just real quick, I'm looking at Roethlisberger's last three years coming off a of bye week. 20, 20, and 22 points. So he hasn't had a bad game. Two of those on the road. Yeah, it's not very good, though. Well, well in, it was in, in, that, in that culture, it was great. No, it was not great. 20 to 22 is not great. It was good. You it said was, it was not very good. It was good. It was not very good. It All right, was well, good. In 2014, he had 27. Is that okay? That is good. That is more <laughs> than okay. That's great. That is good. Uh, this episode, guys, is brought to you by an all-new season of the Showtime original series, Ray Donovan, starring Liev Schreiber, John Voigt, and Susan Sarandon. L.A.'s top fixer has left Hollywood and all of its dirt behind, but New York City has its own seedy underbelly, and Ray is quickly lured back into uh, burying the secrets of the powerful and political. His professional and personal turmoil threaten to drag him down, but Ray always finds a way to take control. Keep up with all the action on your own terms. Stream, download, or watch it live. Just be sure not to miss out. The new season of Ray Donovan, uh, it premieres Sunday, October 28th at 9 o'clock, only on Showtime, to try a free month of Showtime. Go to Showtime.com and enter the code CBS Fantasy. This is really cool, man. See a free month of Showtime. Go to Showtime.com and enter the code CBS Fantasy. This offer is for first-time subscribers only, and it expires on Halloween, people. It expires on October 31st. Showtime.com, CBS Fantasy is the code. I'm going to go do it and watch Showtime right now. Listen, Ray Donovan is awesome. I've seen every episode of Ray Donovan. I'm super excited about this season. No, me too. I'm I'm going to watch in the middle of the podcast. (laughs) Yeah. Heath, uh, what level are you on at the video game? I won my second match with nine kills, Very so uh, I'm I'm dominating, and it's a lot of fun. It's really fun, PUBG Mobile. And if you want all the details, you, I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you about it again tomorrow. But if you want all the details, you can listen to yesterday's show. Tampa Bay at Cincinnati. Here we go. Stat of the game number one. Cincinnati allows the fifth most fantasy points to opposing quarterbacks, running backs, and tight ends. You knew that, so I will give you stat of the game number two. Let's go to Tampa Bay and how bad they are. Twelve wide receivers have had 100 yards or a touchdown or both against Tampa Bay. So so start AJ Green and Tyler Boyd. And sure. Boyd like I've got to choose 
I, I think two spots between Boyd, Edelman, Will Fuller, and Golden Tate in PPR. Should Boyd be number one on that list? Yes. Agreed. It's a great matchup and continues to be that short area target for Dalton. We didn't really see much of that last week, so maybe that's something that the Bengals focus on in practice this week and try and rectify. All right, I'm going to stick with the Bengals right now because, you know, Dalton has been kind of a letdown lately. But, I mean, this pass defense is embarrassing. So how how good is Dalton this week? Awesome. He's top seven right now for everybody. Tampa Bay allows the most fantasy points to quarterbacks. Five of six to face them have thrown for 334 or more yards. Start Joe Mixon, start A.J. Green, and we just talked about Tyler Boyd. You're going to start him over Alshon Jeffrey. Would you rather have Tyler Boyd or Jarvis Landry? Boyd. Boyd. Standard scoring league, non-PPR, Tyler Boyd or Nick Chubb? Boyd. Boyd. Chubb. All right, bottom line is we love Tyler Boyd. Um, what about, uh, CJ Uzama, Dave? Uzama! (laughs) 58% owned. Do we like- I literally like lean back and flail screaming Uzama every time I do that. (laughs) That's good because I don't get enough of Adam yelling in my ear. It's nice to have someone else yelling in my ear. (laughs) Away from your ear. And I'm literally a foot from you, so. Congrats. (laughs) Um, well, I'll, I'll throw it to Heath. You have a Uzama, the lowest, at 15th in PPR, and I think it's non-PPR, too. Uh, yeah. Tight end doesn't suck anymore. But the Bucks do. They do. <laughs> they do. But the, there are plenty of good tight end options now. He's one of them. I, he's fine. Top 10. Anybody I got him higher than top 10? No. Top 5? Anyone? Anyone? Yeah, I don't have him top 12. Yeah, Jamie, um, you've got him eighth. What's that? Jamie has him eighth. Twelfth in PPR. Oh, I'm sorry. Eighth and non PPR. I'm glad that he scored a touchdown last week. It's a little worrisome that he's played three games without Tyler Eifert and he has two targets in two of them. Yeah. His targets have gone two seven two. Matchup's yep. great. Uh matchup is great. Tampa Bay is the worst against tight ends, and they have allowed ninety four yards or a touchdown to a tight end in five straight games. And good ones though. Ertz, McDonald, Burton, Hooper, and Joku. Yeah. Um, they've allowed 1.7 more fantasy points against tight ends than the Chiefs. Has there been a game this year where Boyd and Uzama have both done well? Oh, good question. What's the frequency, Kenneth, on that? Oh, Pittsburgh. Okay. Uh, with, so the first, the, the first game that, uh, Croft missed, right? Uh, this, I think it was, I think Miami was the first game. Um, yeah, he had, he had six for 54. I think six for 54 is very possible. Okay. So Uzama's had seven or more fantasy points in week three. This is non-PPR week three and last week. And week three was that huge game for Boyd. It was his biggest game of the year. Yeah, that was two for 19 and a touchdown. I mean, Uzama just hasn't really been that good. You say seven or more fantasy points. He has never had more. He's had seven fantasy points twice. Yeah. Um, Well, if if you you got to love the matchup. Yeah. Hopefully the Bengals love it too, and they scheme something up for Uzama in the red zone. And again, I I started not by criticizing Uzama, just by saying tight end's not terrible anymore. He he may score a touchdown, and I hope he does. All right, so uh, let's go to Tampa Bay then. Um, Jameis, eighth for Jamie, fifth for Dave, thirteenth for Heath, unless that's been updated. 
That is correct in six point per passing touchdown leagues. That's where I have him. I'm, I'm just a little concerned about the turnovers because they hurt in CBS leagues. I mean, there's a lot of leagues out there where it's only one point for an interception or fumbles don't hurt you. In those leagues, he's a lot better. Let's talk about Peyton Barber and Ronald Jones, guys. Uh, your thoughts right now against the Bengals, who just, they're so bad against running backs. They give up 5.1 yards per carry. They're terrible against pass-catching running backs. Um, they don't have any of those. They don't. Uh, who, the Bucks? Yeah. I mean, technically they do, but they played the Falcons, who are like the the kings of being bad against pass catching running backs. And how many running back receptions were in that game? Was it under two? I, like, yeah. that wouldn't surprise me. I'm just saying, like technically, Ronald Jones can catch a pass. Well, Jacquez Rogers could. Let's, let's get to who, who do you who would you start? Are oh, you going to start one of these guys? If Barber plays, you start. He's a flex. Yeah, but that's as good as it gets. Like I, I think you're taking a leap of faith starting any of these running backs. I would avoid them both if Barber plays because he's probably not going to be 100 percent to leave the game at any point. Yeah, and yeah. if Barber doesn't play, where would you rank Ronald Jones? Thirty, in that range. Thirty-ish. Okay, um, we're obviously starting Evans. Who do you like better, Jackson or Godwin? Uh, Jackson. Uh, Godwin, both close. How much do you like these guys? Number three receivers. I'd start them both over uh, Jeffrey, though. I would start Jeffrey over both of them. Would you start Jackson, Godwin, or Jalen Richard? Uh, Richard and PPR. Uh, yeah, Richard and both. Okay, uh, Jackson, Godwin, or Doug Martin? Uh, I've got Godwin the highest of that group. I'll go Martin in non-PPR, Jackson in PPR. So do the rankings in this game at wide receiver go Green, Evans, Boyd, and then the next best Tampa Bay yes. guy? Yes. Yes. All righty. Uh, how, how much do you like O.J. Howard this week? Yeah. I'm going to review him. I, I've got him ranked pretty high right now. One of the guys that I have him ranked ahead of is Trey Burton, and I might switch that out. Okay. Howard's a great starting option. Yeah, I mean, he's he's top ten for sure. It's just a matter of is he top five, top seven, just like splitting hairs a little bit with him. By the way, Dalton or Winston? Dalton. I have Winston higher. Dalton. Colts at Raiders. Oh, I don't have a stat of the game for this one. Uh Oakland has not allowed a one hundred yard receiver yet. They've allowed three guys to get ninety plus yards, but it's funny with Oakland. They give a it's lot. I think you traded away too. I helped them. Yeah, a lot of like good games, but but no great games to wide receivers so far. I I don't think anyway. Maybe one. Uh, all right. Well, anyway, Andrew Luck. So uh, here's another guy that's very different in the rankings. Dave and Jamie have Luck top six or seven, top six, and Heath has Luck eleventh. Heath. Yeah. <laughs> Go ahead. Yeah, I I don't like I, again. I don't think eleventh is bad. There's eighteen starting quarterbacks each week, um, but I don't know that there's huge huge upside. So the Raiders allow the most yards per attempt in the NFL. They have the fewest sacks in the NFL. They have seven sacks in six games. However, they see the fewest pass attempts in the NFL per game. That's great for Luck. He's only thrown 23 passes a game. 
So they're terrible when, uh, against the pass, but they just don't get passed on that much. It's weird. Um, Rivers scored 25. Wilson scored 26 against them. And most people are starting luck. Yeah, uh, you should start him. All right, start luck. Uh, Marlon Mack, must start. Maybe he's healthy. I, I think, yeah. so. per, yes, provided that he's healthy. Okay. T.Y. Hilton's a must start. He's going to so disappoint us. Who, Marlon Mack? Yeah, because he's going to, we're going to get Sunday's, uh, he, he couldn't go. He's inactive. No. No, don't say that. I am starting Chester Rogers in PPR as long as Doyle and Grant are both out. If one of them comes back and then I will, uh, have not much, not much interest in Rogers. But you'd rather start like Amendola over Rogers, right? You I, have to. I, you have to because you don't know if those guys are playing or not. If Doyle plays, are you going to have Ebron still super high or moving him behind guys like OJ Howard, Uzama? Yes. I will not move him behind those guys, but I will move him down to the 9-10 range. He'll probably go behind Najoku. Jamie, you said yes. What was your yes to? Yes, I'd move him behind those guys. You would, okay. So that would be a big deal for you. Yeah, toward 8-ish, 9-ish. Like if I have Ebron, I'm not making, I'm not p- dropping him or somebody else to pick up Uzama, but I'll, I'd start Uzama over them in a vacuum. Is this a sell high opportunity for Ebron right now? You probably missed that. I did it two weeks ago. Nice. I don't think it's too late. It depends on how savvy your league is. Yeah, I traded him as part of a package for Lashawn McCoy, so it wasn't that nice. Derek Carr, Ooh. sit him. Um, does anybody want to start Doug Martin? No. I'd flex him. Doug Martin or Kenyon Barner? I believe I have Barner higher. Man, so tough with the Patriots to know what they're going to do with Barner. Uh, there's probably a higher ceiling for Barner, but a probably higher floor for Martin. I mean, John Gruden said they're going to feature him, so you got to go with what Gruden says, right? Yeah, I'd go Martin. Gruden, jeez. Uh, Richard or Marlon Mack? Mack. Uh, Mack. Yeah, Just Mack. hope he's healthy. Even in PPR. Oakland wide receivers, what do we think? I'm starting Jordy. I would too. Uh, I like him more in the flex range. Don't see him as a top 24 guy. Jordy or Jeffrey? Jordy. Alshon. Uh, Jordy. Jordy or Godwin? Jordy. Jordy easily. I got Godwin higher. All right. Dave's not as high as Jordy, on Jordy Nelson. Jordy Nelson or Jalen Richard? Jordy. Uh, Jordy. definitely Jordy in non-PPR. I think I'd go that way in PPR too. Yeah. I mean, he's had two games with eight targets. He's going to get at least eight targets without Cooper. Well, I was th- And in those, in those two games with eight targets, he did well. But there were four games in which Amari Cooper had five or fewer targets. And he had more than four, and Jordy Nelson had more than four targets in only one of them. You know, it's, it's kind of it's, strange. It's, it's a whole new world now. I, get, whole I hope so. New world. Jamie, don't you dare close your eyes. Uh, <laughs> Like or love Jared Cook or or dislike? Oh, and the Colts have been bad against number one receivers. Yeah, they are getting healthy on defense though. Well, that's what, before would, Cook. I, before all, Cook. all these tight ends we've been fighting about, I think Jared Cook may be one of the reasons that I'm lower on them because I'd start him over pretty much all of them. So, uh, okay, why why do you love Cook? I just kind of like him. I don't love him. He's number eight. Yeah, he's just ahead of those those other. He's pushed those other guys down a spot from where you guys have him. So you're expecting more volume for him, which is one of the things that I. I, I, I don't know if he can score this week, but I do think that he's going to get certainly more than four targets. You know, he's actually, got, Heath, the one that really stands out that you're high on is Jordan Reed. I just haven't gone away from him yet. You can't do it. You can't quit Jordan Reed. I can't. I kind of sure. feel like Reed's going to have a good game. Uh, but it, I Sportsline mean, thinks so. They haven't projected for like 12, 
almost 13 points. But if yeah, Richardson there's, there's no uh, like or opinion in that Jordan Reed take. It's just he's I a guy who he's was good targets. Once. I don't think the Giants are good. Yeah. Oh, you don't? What gave that away? (laughs) I mean, they have the worst quarterback in the NFL, the worst offensive line in the NFL, and the the worst worst defense. They have the worst quarterback in the NFL. One team is starting Derek Anderson, and the Giants have the worst quarterback in the NFL. Uh, Martavis Bryant is what? Beat the waiver wire. Oh. Okay. He's 17% owned. New England at Buffalo. Tom Brady. Is number three for Jamie, number two for Dave, and number eight for Heath? Just they just that sounds exactly right. Yeah. The difference between three and eight at quarterbacks is not that big. Okay, like but, but it is. all of these guys, for the most part, besides tight end, that we are way different upon, we're all saying start them. Sure. Uh, so Tom Brady, his last four games at Buffalo: thirty-eight, thirty-four, thirty-seven, and eight fantasy points last year. The trend Low stopped. Four. And the Buffalo has been very good against uh, quarterbacks. I mean, luck through 30, got 30 fantasy. Whatever. Start Brady. Uh, the Patriots running back. So James White, obviously everybody's starting him in non-PPR. Is he a must-start in – I'm sorry. Everybody's starting him in PPR. Is James White a must-start in non-PPR? Yes, 100%. Now, unless you're just, like, extremely loaded at running back. Uh, Nick Chubb or James White, non-PPR? White. Yeah. White. I don't think that's close this week. No. Unfortunately, it's not. I, I think I have White in the top ten in, in non PPR. Yeah, it sounds about right. All right, Mark Ingram or James White non PPR. I'd go White. White. Yeah. Okay. So uh, expectations for Kenyon Barner. I don't believe as as much as we like White. I don't believe the Patriots are going to give him a ton of work. I think they want to use multiple backs, and the only other back that makes sense at this point is Barner. So he could do a lot of cleanup work late in the game. Maybe get you 60 total yards. Yeah, I've got a 13 for 51 with about a 50-50 shot of scoring a touchdown. You have any catches for him or no? No. That's right. nice. <laughs> Who's your favorite Patriots wide receiver? Edelman and PPR, Gordon and non. Yeah, but Edelman's track record against Buffalo is amazing. Is it really? Is Gronk playing or not? Because that, that changes it for me. I'll go Edelman all the way if Gronk's out. Okay. It, are they Gordon, both Gordon starts? was better last week, week, wasn't he? Or because Edelman had the I, I think he was. Gordon had more yards. Because of the yards. So, Gordon scored 10 fantasy points in non, 14 in, in PPR. Edelman scored 14 in PPR and 9 fantasy points in non-PPR. Right. But Gordon had 100 yards, Edelman had 36. They had about the same amount of targets. He looks slow, though. It's so weird. Ooh, Gordon? Yeah. That, it's a little, on it's the a cat, little off It's like he got, he got open and then it's like he just stopped running. Like he's in slow-mo and the rest of the players are going full speed. Uh, There are four teams on by. Uh, Chris Hogan has had 63 yards in two straight games, 63 or more yards in two straight games. Do you have any interest in Hogan? I wonder if he's doing better now because of the other, because of Josh Gordon getting up to speed. Gronk would have to be out for me to consider him and he'd still just be a desperation flex. I don't think Hogan is a slot receiver and I'm wondering if, you know, since Edelman has come back, if he's playing a more natural position. I don't know. But uh who's a better flyer, Hogan or Martavis Bryant? Martavis. Hogan's yeah. got the revenge game, though. Not true. Buffalo, by the way, allows the third fewest fantasy points to opposing receivers. So are, are any of these guys must-starts? No. Okay. Hopkins, Thielen, Hilton, they all had their lowest or second lowest yardage totals of the season when they faced Buffalo. Uh Thielen's the only one with a 100-yard game, I believe. 
Like nobody's gone off against the Bills. But I think if you own Gordon and, and Edelman, I assume they're going to be started in most leagues. Gronkowski, start him if he plays. Uh, if if McCoy is out, how much do you like Chris Ivory? Number two, anyway. Yeah, top 20. I I can't do it. He's just outside there for me, but he's close. I, I can't do it. I don't think he's yeah. going to be the every down guy. I don't think Buffalo will play with in a, in a close game for much of this one. But he got 16 I, I carries last week, and he got 20 carries in week three. And he had and three catches. Week three was against games. Minnesota, right? Yeah. They were leading that game. So, of course, he's going to get a ton of carries there. Well, they were losing at Indianapolis, and he got 16 carries and three catches. That's just what their offense is. I yeah. Mean, they, he'll, he'll get he'll get probably 15 total touches. How many fantasy points was he worth last week? He was worth 10 in non-PPR and 13 in PPR. They are 2-5, and five, right. so they've been behind most of the year. They've got 201 pass attempts and 190 rush attempts. That's just almost 50. It's just what they do. doesn't even matter. Patriots have yeah, a bad I run still, defense. I, I wouldn't have high expectations for Ivory. Yeah, I'm not sure anybody has high expectations, but um, would you have high expectations for McCoy if McCoy plays? He'd be in a similar spot. Yeah, it's almost the, just a direct replacement. Are you starting? He's one and a half yeah. times worse than LaShawn McCoy. Uh, all right, would you start a, a Bills running back or a Julian Edelman? Edelman. I'd start Ivory and non-PPR. I can't do it. I'd go Edelman. Uh, anybody in the Bills passing game? Nope. I mean, look, if you want to just look at ben, Calvin Benjamin's track record with Derek Anderson, if you're talking about desperation flyer, but it's got to be really, really desperate. You know, 4 for 71 feels like the ceiling. That's what he got last week. I'd rather start Calvin Benjamin than Chris Hogan. Ooh. Right. Maybe. Maybe know. he was better than Hogan last week. I don't right? want to start either. Or real close? Yeah. No, I don't want to start. This I is don't. like a dare that you make. He was better than Hogan last week, uh, although Hogan, I think, had one more point in PPR. Denver at Kansas City, stat of the game. There have been 11 running backs who have eight or more touches against the Chiefs. And Joe Mixon is the only one that failed to score eight or more fantasy points in non-PPR or 12 or more fantasy points in PPR. Eight or more touches. That's all it takes to have a respectable game against the Chiefs' run defense. So that begs the question, what do you do with – obviously, Lindsey's a must-start. Uh, we talked about him in our Battle Royale segment last week. He's ahead of many, many running backs. But um, what do you do about Booker or Freeman? You don't use them unless Freeman makes a recovery this week. His ankle doesn't hold him back. Yeah, yeah if Freeman is out, Booker's a flex for me. All right. Booker is part of the double dare group with Chris Hogan and Kevin Oh, I'd Benjamin. much rather. I, I think he might score more than those two combined. All right, well, well what about— You've got to, like, double dare yourself to start one of those three. If Freeman is out— and we have to go up the big nose and grab the flag in the green slime. Right. Um, would you start Devontae Booker or Ronald Jones? Uh, Booker. Is Barbara out? Yes, assuming everybody's out. Jones. I'll go Jones. Okay. The uh, Denver wide receivers, do you like them? They were bad against the Chiefs in week four. And actually the Chiefs are 14th against wide receivers. Love Emmanuel Sanders. Hate Demarius Thomas. hope Sanders is healthy. Uh, the Chiefs allowed five touchdowns to wide receivers in their first three games, only one since. Uh, we're starting Sanders. Sanders or Edelman? Sanders. 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 Any interest in Jeff Hireman? No. Patrick Mahomes is your number one quarterback. Start him. Start Kareem Hunt. Uh, are we sure Tyreek Hill is uh, a stud this week? You, you start him every week. You can't sit him. Okay. And uh, Sammy Watkins. He left the first meeting with an injury. Start or sit? 
Good flex number he. three receiver. Yeah, flex him. Josh Gordon, Sammy Watkins. Gordon. 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 Give you a running back. Chris Ivory. I'd go Demarius over Watkins. Bill's starting watch. running back or Watkins? I'd go Watkins over Demarius too. Bill's, Say what, start, Adam? Bill's starting running back or Watkins? Watkins. Um, Bill's running back. Uh, if there's it, Ivory over him if he plays. Start Travis Kelsey. And have a wonderful day, everybody. Enjoy the game tonight. Who's playing? Who cares? Gotta go by. Bye, Jamie. It's Dolphins, Texans. So excited. Nah, yeah, it'll be fun. Kenyon Drake. He just dropped a who cares on Thursday Night Football. I'm not excited for this game. Nah, it's going to be pretty ugly. It's okay. It's football. I love football. Uh, we'll talk to you tomorrow, everybody, with the uh, NFC home games. Uh, na, 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 na. Uh, you wait for me. Okay, go, go. Na, 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 na.